Hey folks, the food and dietary supplement products that we speak about in this program are intended to con contribute to the daily diet and overall health, and they're not intended for use in the prevention, treatment, mitigation, or cure of any disease or health-related condition. Individuals who have or suspect they have an illness or who wish to commence a diet or exercise program should consult an appropriately licensed healthcare practitioner for medical history evaluation, diagnosis, treatment, and recommendations. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Campaign for Nutrition, Health, and Wellness Hour. My name is Keith Abel. I am a pharmacist and a holistic health coach. I have spent uh, the majority of my career in the practice of community pharmacy, uh, where I've worked one-on-one -on -one with many patients uh, over the years. Uh, I have also worked in uh, pharmacies all the way from very rural parts of Kentucky all the way to the inner city. I've also done hospital pharmacy, home infusion pharmacy, and I'm currently practicing in long-term care practice setting. Uh, every week we do this program in order to uh, share the information with you about uh, uh, pharmacy, medicine, and what I believe is overuse of prescription drugs in the uh, treatment of medical conditions. Uh, I work extensively with Dr. Joel Wallach. He's a biomedical research pioneer. He's considered a founder of liquid vitamins and minerals. He has a bachelor's degree in agriculture uh, from University of, of Missouri uh, with a major in animal husbandry, where he look at nutrition of farm animals and also a minor in field crops and soils. He's earned a doctorate in veterinary medicine holds three postdoctoral fellowships. Uh, he spent 40 years in the field of veterinary medicine, uh, observing and researching the effects of individual nutrients on animal health before earning a doctorate in naturopathic medicine to take that knowledge on to uh, his human patients. Uh, Dr. Wallach has done over 32,000 autopsies on various species of animals and humans, and I dare you to find another physician out there in practice today that has done even half that number of uh, autopsies as a pathologist looking at the cause and prevention of disease. Uh, that accumulation of all his work is in a textbook in the Smithsonian Institute called The Diseases of Exotic Animals. Uh, it's considered a national treasure, and that uh, that research has uh, uh, taken Dr. Wyke into many different areas, working with NASA with the uh, uh, primates at the, at the uh, Rhesus Primate Center in uh, Georgia. Uh, he's worked in Africa uh, with the conservation project to save the white rhino from extinction. Uh, he's worked uh, all throughout the continent of Africa following the, the elephant herds, uh, tracking them, marking them, and observing their behaviors as they uh, cross the, the continent. Uh, he has taken that information on now to human medicine, where he has worked with various groups of people that have had uh, community-wide uh, illnesses that were popping up and that the doctors were saying was some type of genetic disorder. Uh, working with those folks, he was able to show that these diseases were not genetic disorders, even has taken him as far away as China uh, to do uh, several thousand autopsies on children that were dying in a specific area of China where the, the goal was to find out what was causing this to happen uh, among these children. So Dr. Wallach is uh, a well-renowned uh, physician and scientist uh, he's well known worldwide, and I count him as a personal friend. It's because of Dr. Wallach that I have moved into this area now where my goal is to get people off the dangerous pharmaceutical drugs and at least reduce the number that they're on so they can live a, a, a healthy, long life that is uh, free of you know, complications, free of the misery that so many people are facing. Uh, lately, I have been noticing in the different stores I've been in and also on the different groups that I'm involved in online, uh, the, the overwhelming situation that's occurring in the pharmacies today. Uh, there's a shortage of, of, of help, just like there is in all the other areas of uh, uh, 
not just healthcare, but in general, and in, in just about every area in general. I mean, even the White Castle's been closed because they couldn't get help uh, down the road from me. So it's crazy out there when it comes to that part of the picture. But the problem in the in the pharmacies is complicated with this COVID. Uh, pandemic. Uh, pharmacists are now overwhelmed with giving vaccinations. Uh, all the coronavirus uh, vaccination clinics have, have vanished. Uh, the governments have shut all those down. So now all these people are rushing to the pharmacy. So they're overwhelming the pharmacies with uh, vaccinations where they don't even have time to work on their prescription drugs. I've talked to so many pharmacists now that say they're days behind when it comes to filling prescription drugs. And it's just, it, it's, just uh, saddens me to see that there are so many people that are dependent on these prescription drugs. You know, folks, a prescription medication is designed as a temporary fix to a problem that you're suffering from. Uh, you know, when, when these things were originally uh, invented, the, the goal wasn't to have you on the prescription drug the rest of your life. The goal is to help you overcome the whatever the problem is that's underlying it so you can uh, live a healthy life and, and not have to take the prescription drugs. And that's what I believe. That's what Dr. Wallach believes, that our bodies were divinely designed, that if you give them everything they need, that the body will repair itself. And, you know, just an example, if you were to cut your hand today, you don't have to tell your hand what to do. You know, you don't have to go to the doctor and get some prescription drug to, to tell your hand to heal itself. First of all, the prescription drug is not going to heal anything. It's just going to manage, manage the pain, maybe. Uh, and as long as you keep the uh, cut free of uh, any type of uh, bacteria or, or, you know, fungus or whatever, it's going to heal itself. The body knows what to do to heal it. And I believe, and Dr. Wallach believes that uh, if you have all the 90 essential nutrients, that the same thing can happen with every biological system in your body. And that's where we come to today. Um, I know Dr. Wallach is uh, concerned as well as I am with the vast majority of prescription drugs that people are on now. Uh, it, I mean, it's, it's become such a problem that there is a new uh, word for it, you know, because, you know, you start off on one drug and as that you go by over the years, more and more prescription drugs are added to your regimen of uh, medications that you take to manage your disease. And there's an, a word, a word for that multiple prescriptions now, it's called polypharmacy. And polypharmacy describes the uh, concomitant use of multiple medications and represents a glo growing global challenge attributable to aging populations with an increasing prevalence of multi-morbidity. Uh, you know, what they're meaning by multi-morbidity is uh, these prescription drugs, because you're on so many different drugs, the drugs are now causing uh, additional problems that you end up having to take more drugs for to control that. Poly polypharmacy can be appropriate, but it's problematic when the increased risk of harm from interactions between drugs or between drugs and diseases or the burden of even administering and monitoring the medication outweighs its benefits. Polypharmacy has a substantial economic impact in service demand and hospitalizations, as well as detrimental impact on patients' quality of life. Apart from causing avoidable harm, polypharmacy can also lead to therapeutic failures, with up to 50% of patients who take four or more medications not taking them as prescribed. Folks, it's a, it's a growing problem and it's something we need to address. And, and that's what we get on this uh, program every week uh, to address the, the different uh, problems along with that. Dr. Wallach, how are you this morning? Well, fabuloso. Thank you so much for the kind introduction. And I always appreciate, uh, you know, the start of the program because you always have such wonderful words. Uh, one of my new CD sets is out uh, with uh, Raymond and Yolanda Brown from Texas. Um, one of the two CDs, it's a set, the first one, um, Health Crisis in the Church. Uh, we actually did it like a year ago. I've been working on it ever since to make sure it was right. And then the second part of it is um, a Health Crisis in the Church and America. So those two CDs are available now. Uh, you can go to Raymond and, and Yolanda, or you can go to www.drjwallach.com and get that set. And uh, it's just really with some of the famous pastors that I've worked with and and uh, some of the great uh, events we've had to reverse diseases and things, very proud of that. Uh, let's see here, pharmacist Keith and I, we did a, a Zoom 
And we made it into a CD called Red Warning Light. And the Red Warning Light, of course, uh, covers about eight or nine different um, diseases that you get clues. Your body gives you a clue, just like the Red Warning Light in the dashboard of your car. Okay. And so this is one of those things where you really, really have to pay attention to those details. And uh, you will be able to add 25 to 50 healthy years to your life if you do that. That's the whole goal here is to add 25 to 50 healthy years to your life. Let's see. Well, right now, as of this morning, they haven't posted anything yet for today. This is last night's figures. 51,765,714 infections in the United States, 827,323 dead. You subtract 675,000 from that, which is the number of dead from 1918-1919 Spanish flu. You get 152,323 dead more in 22 months than they had in 24 months um, uh, 100 years ago. And so we're not doing a very good job. We're supposed to have the best healthcare system in the world. We have the most expensive, that's for sure. But we don't have the best um, healthcare system in the world. And so people say, well, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Well, this is actually quite easy. Uh, number one, you got to get on the 90 essential nutrients, get on, get on the big hammer out of the toolbox, the healthy brain and heart pack, one per 100 pounds of body weight. You get on the MSM uh, at least uh, three twice a day, depending on your body weight. Uh, I only weigh 142 and I take three, three times a day. So I go through um, two bottles a month of the MSM and they support and promote maintenance repair of cartilage, ligaments, tendons, connective tissue, discs between a vertebrae, bone makes bone itself. And so what's so important about your, your bone? Well, the bone matrix, um, and, the, and the bone marrow are your immune system. Your, your bone marrow makes white blood cells, red blood cells, platelets, and antibodies. And there was a, these kids are dying all the time. You know, they get the, they get the vaccination and three or four days later, they'll die. And they're blaming it on the vaccination. No, it's not the vaccination that's killing them. They're actually dying from a deficiency of a single nutrient. I've done 1,700 autopsies on that one disease, as Ernest as Keith said, in China. It's caused by deficiency of a single nutrient. I, I won the Klaus Schwartz Award for that. and was nominated twice for the Nobel Prize for that study. And my, my thesis, 5,000 pages in the Smithsonian Institute. And um, what we learned was that uh, this one nutrient causes hypertrophic deficiency, causes hypertrophic cardiomyopathy heart disease. Uh, there's 500 to 1,000 young athletes die every year from that. They're not getting vaccinated. They just, you know, they're working out and they go to take a shower and they fall dead or they fall dead while they're working out or they fall dead the next morning from a hypertrophic cardiomyopathy heart attack. It's a deficiency of a single nutrient. The same nutrient that killed all those kids in China that Dr. Milan had connections with. We were able to go there and do those studies. And so at any rate, uh, what happens is you have to appreciate the vaccinations are more than the vaccines. Vaccines do not kill viruses, bacteria, fungus, and yeast. Everybody has a false idea that vaccines kill the bugs. No, 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 no. Vaccinations are uh, either usually dead or modified viruses, bacteria, uh, fungus, and yeast that give your body the bad DNA and RNA. So your body responds to that, okay, and makes antibodies and, and um, um, white sends out white blood cells. So when the bug shows up, say, oh, there's the bad guy. There's the bad DNA. There's the bad RNA. And the white blood cells go send out white blood cells, uh, T lymphocytes, uh, antibiotics, red blood cells, platelets, and they kill and eat the virus. Well, if you're missing that nutrient, when you get the vaccination, you get that irritation you're supposed to get. So, you're, so your body will send out the antibodies and so forth. But since you're deficient in that nutrient, you get a heart attack and die. Okay. If everybody was on the 90 cents of nutrients and staying away from gluten so they could absorb everything, we wouldn't have people dying within a, a day or two after they've had the vaccination. Vaccinations have one specific purpose is just to help you recognize the bad DNA and RNA, the bad guys, the bad bugs, viruses, bacteria, fungus, and yeast, but they don't kill the bugs. That's what your white blood cells and antibodies are for. And so you have to appreciate that there's more than, than just the vaccination involved here. Then uh, let's see here. Um, 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 we also want to uh, understand why did the trilobites die um, 500 million years ago? Why did they were the most successful of all animals? 
they had uh, 25,000 different species, okay? Yet they all died out. Took 100,000 years for them to disappear. They're part of the big five mass extinctions. Then the dinosaurs, they had 1,200 different species and they died out, took 100,000 years for them to die out. They didn't die within two weeks after the meteor hit the earth. That's all nonsense, okay? And then there was 12 pre-humans, 12 pre-sort of um, uh, homo sapiens. And a couple of them, two out of the 12, their peoples lived to be you know, over a million years and not of age, but of time. And um, uh, an event took place, the same thing that killed all the trilobites, that killed all the dinosaurs, killed these 12 pre-human humanoids. And so what was it? It was glaciers. The glaciers either redirected or shut off the food supply to algae, um, yeast, uh, uh, things like um, uh, seaweed, okay? And of course, green plants made um, uh, oxygen. They, green plants did a thing called photosynthesis. Everybody knows sunlight and green plants, but they require 20 nutrients for photosynthesis to take place. Okay, and have you ever heard of a, a CD? <laughs> uh, and the, and, the, and the, the, the um, CD and the, um, uh, what do you call it? Zoom, okay. Um, Dr. Wallach's laws of photosynthetic disruption and global warming. Okay, so when these glaciers were there during the time of the trilobites, the dinosaurs, now we got the dead zones and we got the reefs dying, and now we're dying. You, you've heard me say this before. In the last couple of years, I've been, I've been saying this, pharmacist Keith, if it's coming, the bad time is coming. And if you think this is bad, it's gonna get worse. And when we get a vaccine for this, uh, within a couple of months, another one will pop up. Okay, this pandemic is not gonna be the end of it. This is gonna go on and on and on until we solve the problem. And of course, solving the problem is getting the nutrition to our bone marrow so they can make the antibodies and, and get the white blood cells out there. And so we can add 25 to 50 healthy years to our life. And this is a, uh, an endless process. We have to do this all the time, okay? And so again, uh, you want to get the red warning lights. Uh, that was, I just love that one, the red warning lights, because it gives you like the red warning light in the dashboard of your car. That's, that's sort of basic stuff. And then praise the Lord and pass the 90. Uh, that's one, uh, let's see here, um, Pastor Mike Freeman and Linda Tyler and I did that one. And then uh, health crisis in the churches and health crisis in the churches in America. Uh, that's with Randy Londa Brown. And then, of course, pharmacist Keith and I have done so many. Uh, you, you have that posted, don't you? All the CDs and DVDs and Zooms and everything are available to people. Yeah, if you go to drjwallach.com, they're all there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Okay. All right. So we don't have to deal, deal too much with that. Um, then I want people, again, to appreciate that um, if everybody would use our, our, our mask, our hand sanitizer, and the colloidal silver, um, the colloidal silver will kill the viruses, bacteria, fungus, and yeast. The hand sanitizer will kill the viruses, hands, uh, viruses, um, bacteria, fungus, and yeast. And so you need to do this like faithfully. I mean, I've been doing this oh, for over 50 years and I see so many people from all over the place. We get people coming to our office. They say, oh, I've got the COVID. Well, you don't have a mask on, get out of here. They're just silly. They don't even know what they're doing. They mm -hmm. give, you know, they're talking to and spits coming out from underneath their tongue. So, you know, you see a saliva squirt out from underneath your tongue and they're squirting you with the, with the, with the virus and wondering why it's, you know, why it's being transmitted. Well, Israel mm -hmm. has shut off uh, anybody from Israel going to the United States now because most of them would go to New York and um, that's where they had a problem. All right, so okay. let's get back to this polypharmacy thing because it, it goes back into the red warning lights and everything else. I just wanted to touch a couple things here. Uh, you know, in years past, the top drugs sold would be things like blood pressure medicine, arthritis medications, and things like that. But looking at the latest numbers, I think this is in 2019, the top five drugs, uh, 
two of them are for rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, one of them is for psoriasis now and uh, oncology medications. I guess when you even the top 15, it covers all those and uh, uh, anticoagulants. Those are the top prescribed drugs now as far as in, in cost. Uh, I think we can group a couple of them there together. The rheumatoid arthritis drugs and the psoriasis drugs, uh, they're all autoimmune diseases. Yeah. So let's talk about that for just a couple minutes, Dr. White. Okay. Uh, there are no such things as autoimmune diseases. When doctors couldn't figure out what caused it, they'd say, well, your body's attacking itself. It's, that's what's going on here. Um, the lupus is the classic one that they talk about being autoimmune. It's actually just a gluten uh, intolerance. The only people who are not uh, sensitive to gluten are dead people. The only people who are not sensitive to gluten are dead people. Everybody who's alive is sensitive to gluten, no gluten. And so you get this rosacea, you get a bright red face, like you've just been painted with red paint. You have irritable bowel syndrome and psoriasis, all that kind of stuff. And you have lupus. No, you get off all the gluten, no wheat, bread, rye, and oats, no fried foods, no oils, no um, um, gluten, no wheat, bread, rye, and oats, no sugar, no carbonated drinks, even the dye ones got to go. Take the 90 essential nutrients and the MSM, the collagen peptides, and lupus, psoriasis all goes away. And the rheumatoid and then, arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is just simple nutritional deficiency arthritis, also related to a gluten intolerance and simple nutritional deficiencies. The secondary infection with a bug called mycoplasma, which is easily killable with an antibiotic called minocycline, like the bait fish, minnow, minocycline. You want a six to eight week course of minocycline and get rid of all the bad foods, take your 90 essential nutrients and rheumatoid arthritis. I don't care if you've had it for 40 years or go away. Now, the scary thing is, you know, people, the doctors want you to go into the hospital for a joint replacement and this thing and that thing. Well, I'm going to give you the statistic. I don't think I gave it here yet. This was CDC just like two weeks ago, Center for Disease Control. Uh, the top three causes of death in American hospitals annually. These are the annual figures, averages. Uh, number one is heart disease, 611,405 on the average deaths from heart disease in mm -hmm. hospitals, American hospitals every year. Well, that's they're entered into the hospital for heart disease, but did they die from heart disease? Did they die from um, surgery while they're trying to replace a heart valve? Um, did they die of an infection because they're giving you injections every day? Who knows? Okay. Then number two is cancer. Again, they were entered into the hospital with cancer. Uh, 584,881 on the average die each year in American hospitals from what they list as cancer. But again, that was what they were entered in the hospital for. Did they die from chemotherapy? Did they die from a surgical problem or infection? Number three is the one that freaks me out. It freaks me out. Number three, the average number of people who die in American hospitals each year, number mm -hmm. three cause uh, is 250,000. And they say only 10% of these yeah. deaths are, that's the part that really freaked me out. They said only 10% are reported. Right. If 250,000 or 10%, that is scary, right? All right? So these are medical errors. Now, pharmacist Keith, how many industries could stay in business if they were to kill 250,000 of their customers in their workplace every year? I don't know how many there would be. I mean, even the Ford Pinto didn't kill that many people. Ford's still in business. <laughs> okay. And so the point that I'm getting at here is uh, it's very scary. Uh, the medical system is a very dangerous system. All right. As pharmacist Keith points out, they're into relieving symptoms, which makes the patient happy. Oh my God, I was in pain for 20 years. And the doctor said, I'm the number one. I'm the first one in the state to get this new pain-killing medication. Yeah, right. He tells it to 50 yeah. people a day. Yeah. yeah. And the, the Ford Pinto, uh, <laughs> it's anywhere from 27 to 180 deaths. And there were 2.2 million vehicles on the road. And you would have thought Ford made the biggest sin in the world back in the day because of all the... Uh, a negative publicity they got over that. And here, the medical system, upwards of 250,000 a year. And nobody well, says a word. It's a minimum because they say in italics and very fine print underneath mm -hmm. that it statement, does. only 10% medical errors are reported. Yep. Holy moly. Yep. That is true. All right. So now let's get to the top 
drugs actually dispense in a pharmacy because here we're talking about polypharmacy and we're talking about the long lines in the pharmacy and you know people waiting days now to get their prescriptions uh the number one drug of course is hydrocodone and throw in there all the other derivatives of that these are pain medications and it's usually to treat either an injury pain related to an injury or uh pain related to a bone and joint problem so can you tell us just in a couple minutes uh what you a little bit about the bone and joint problem and what they can uh, what can be used to take care of bone and joint problems. Okay, well, bone and joint problems, of course, you have arthritis, you have osteoporosis, you have osteoporosis in the skull, you got trigger finger, you got a hammer toes, uh, you got sciatica, um, you've got all this stuff. And people forget, pharmacist Keith, that 75% of the weight of your respiratory system is cartilage. Mm -hmm. Your trachea, your bronchi, your bronchioles are all cartilage. Mm -hmm. And so this is why I like the, and that's why, you know, if you were to close your eyes and listen to me, do I sound like an 83 year old guy? I don't mm -hmm. think so. <laughs> that's because I've been using the collagen peptides. I've been using the, the Beyond Osu FX, I've been using the Healthy Brain and Heart Pack, vitamin D3. Um, I've been doing this for, depending on, you know, when these things came available, 25, 50 years. Okay. And so um, you have to appreciate you need to take all of these supplements. And I can get rid of ringing in the ears, vertigo, balance problems, hiccups, um, COPD. These are all part of the uh, complex we call osteoporosis of the skull. One of my latest books is called, It's All in Your Head, goes into 25 different diseases that are caused by just osteoporosis of the skull. So your bones uh, is very important. And I, I love the collagen peptides because it's, it's collagen, it's, it's connective tissue, cartilage, bone matrix, um, and again, mm -hmm. uh, connective tissue of all kinds uh, from, um, let's see here, fish, poultry, sheep, and beef. Right. And so uh, it, it's, it's the most complete program on the market. And I, yep. again, I can take you, you can be disabled and can't walk without a walker or a cane or anything like that. And in just weeks, you'll feel much better. In a couple more weeks, you'll be walking without the, the walker. Uh, it, and it's one of those things where I would have been in a wheelchair because I, I was up in Canada and we were crossing this field at night after a lecture and there was no lights, but we've been crossing that field for 20 years. So I've been going to Canada. Mm -hmm. So I knew that field very well, but somebody had dug a deep pit and filled it with, it was twisted up rebar and everything. And it's like, and guess who found the hole? Absolutely. I fell into that hole. I remember and, that. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was a mess. And I nearly died from that, but um, I just took antibiotics and my mm -hmm. supplements and I'm okay, but my one leg, my right leg is about an inch shorter than the other leg because of that fall. But I, you know, I don't have any pain uh, and it, it doesn't incapacitate me at all. I just walk funny. So when I'm out in an un, unknown territory, I do take a walker just for balance. So I don't stumble in a piece of tall grass or something like that. But in the house, I don't even need the walker because I, I know the house very well and so forth. But if I hadn't have been on the 90 cents of nutrients, that fall would have killed me because I was stabbed in 20 different places by all that mm -hmm. rebar and everything. It was amazing that I lived. Yeah, and it didn't stop you either because you traveled through town mm -hmm. uh, with me while you were recovering from that. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next group of medications are uh, albuterol, which is used for asthma and other lung conditions. Can you talk for just a couple minutes on that? Yeah, well, asthma is um, just a very simple nutritional deficiency. Okay, so if you take the healthy brain and heart pack for proper for body weight, asthma will go away in weeks. You got to get rid of gluten so you can absorb the nutrition. Okay, you got to get rid of gluten. That's very important. Asthma is set up by eating gluten, and then you're going to get the, the nail in the coffin when it comes to the deficiency of those nutrients. And then uh, things like um, hiccups, COPD. COPD and hiccups is due to osteoporosis of the skull. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease is a non-productive dry cough. And the doctors say, well, you know, we can give you something for the cough, but you know, no drug is gonna cure this. Well, it's, it, we, we can get rid of it. You, you treat the osteoporosis of the skull and stop squeezing the nerves that cause that. And the same thing is true with hiccups. It's the recurrent nerve, which is a, a, uh, it's a, a branch nerve off of the 10th cranial nerve, the vagus nerve, which is getting squeezed by the skull when you have osteoporosis of the skull causing the hiccups. And so you heal your skull, 
the hiccups go away, the COPD goes away, uh, the ringing in the ears goes away, the vertigo goes away, your sense of smell comes back, your vision. I've, I've had people who are blind, six, eight, 10, 12 years. I've won many of them, a bottle of wine, <laughs> an eye doctor who said I couldn't fix that. And I said, I'll cure them. One guy gave me 27 uh, patients that he had diagnosed as legally blind, six, eight, 10, 12 years. So he couldn't say that I picked the wrong patients. He picked them. And in, in 20, let's see here, there was 27 of them. He gave me 27 charts. And in 90 days, all of them could read 2020 without glasses. And they were legally blind, six, eight, 10, 12 years. It freaked him out. All right. The next class is uh, lisinopril, which is what's called an angiotensin converting enzyme inhibitor. Uh, it's used to treat high blood pressure. And just for record there, uh, your body has a system in it that raises the blood pressure. Uh, and, you know, doctors see the blood pressure is higher. So they, they, they want to figure out a way to uh, stop the body's natural system that's raising the blood pressure. Uh, but they never ask what's causing it. But there's like all the blood pressure medications really uh, look at three different areas. They either look at reducing the volume of your blood to reduce your blood pressure. That's your water pills. Uh, there's uh, the system that I'm talking about that forces the body to raise the blood pressure is called the renin angiotensin system. So they've designed, designed blood uh, drugs to block this system. In this case, lisinopril is an ACE inhibitor. It blocks the angiotensin. Uh, they also have drugs that block renin. Uh, and the point there is it's trying to poison a natural system in the body in order to get the results they want. You got high blood pressure. They want to lower your blood pressure. They poison the system with a drug to lower the blood pressure. So what's going on there, Dr. Wallach, that first of all, that's causing the body to raise its blood pressure? And then uh, what can be done? Okay, well, there's two basic reasons why blood pressure goes up. Number one, you get plaque in the arteries. And so the diameter of the inside, inside diameter of the arteries is smaller. And so the pressure goes up because there's less space in the same volume. And so that's where the pressure goes up. Yeah. And, and the body, the body senses that it's less blood flowing through. So it raises the blood pressure to try to force it through that, that artery, that blocked artery. That's right. And that's the kidney's job. The kidney produces that renin you were talking about, that hormone renin, which drives the blood pressure up. And when the kidney senses, there's not enough blood coming into it to filter properly. It releases the renin. Okay, and then the, the renin drives the blood pressure up. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where I take people who are on dialysis uh, for uh, 25 years because they didn't want to get a kidney transplant. The last 10 years of the 25 years were on dialysis six days a week because they hadn't urinated in 10 years. They had not peed in 10 years. They're on dialysis six days a week. Um, I, I got them off all the bad foods, got them on the healthy brain and heart pack and so forth. But I also got them on a program we have for high blood pressure, regardless of the cause. Okay, you still have to get rid of all the bad foods and, and that will help heal the arteries, but it's called Ultimate Daily Classic Tablets. Take three of those twice a day per 100 pounds of body weight. Um, within days, the blood pressure begins to come down. And there's one guy who hadn't peed in 10 years. He was taking dialysis six days a week. In just two weeks time, he's urinating again. So they dropped his dialysis down from six days a week after 10 years, uh, down to three days a week. And then in two more weeks, he's totally off of dialysis after 25 years of being on dialysis because he didn't want to get a kidney transplant. And these are the sort of things we do every day just with a nutritional program. Right. Because the body, and pharmacist Keith hits the nail on the head. Uh, he said our body wants to heal itself. It has all the processes to do that. When you mm -hmm. have a valve problem in your heart, it's because your heart is dilated and the valve leaves don't meet. When the heart is dilated, the valve leaves don't touch like they should. And so you get regurgitation and they say, oh, we got to give you a, a, you know, an artificial valve. <laughs> you just give me two to four weeks. I'll tone up that heart. The valve leaves will meet and you won't need to have life-threatening surgery. Okay. Yeah, remember. I want, uh, yeah. I just want people to think about this. The body senses that it's not getting enough blood into the kidneys. The kidneys job is to filter the blood. So the body reacts by releasing a series of chemicals. Renin is the beginning of the process. Angiotensin is next. And then a steroid is the third part in that process. And what the doctors do instead of addressing why is the blood not getting to the kidneys, 
And why is the body increasing the blood pressure? You know, the body's trying to fix itself mm. by forcing the blood there. They want to stop that entire process, never addressing the underlying problem. And it's no wonder 20 years later, you're in a nursing home with a poor quality of life on a half a dozen to, uh, to a couple dozen different drugs because nobody ever addressed the problem. Let's move on to the next one, Dr. Wally, because this one you talk about a lot, and this is another one that the doctors in more recent years have caused to get worse. And the, the number four drug is levothyroxine, which is a thyroid hormone drug. And, uh, you know, I know with the everybody stopping salt, uh, they're, they're causing this problem to get worse. So let's yeah. you talk about that. Well, if you're old enough, you remember the term iodized salt. They put iodine in the salt over 100 years ago because they learned uh, from some of these, um, we're talking about some very primitive people. They would dry seaweed and give the dried seaweed to people with goiter, thyroid issues, enlarged thyroid. Thyroid didn't wasn't functioning very well. And within weeks, their thyroid started functioning again. Everything was fine because they're getting that dried seaweed. And then in, in the early 1900s, they did all the tests and everything and found out that it was it was the it was iodine it was iodine yeah it was iodine that was missing and so that's why they made iodized salt just like well how did rickets go away uh, rickets went away because they put vitamin d3 in milk all right <laughs> this is and not, then they put folic acid in bread well there you go and so th th this is you know every once in a while you run into somebody that does something right and so it's one of those things where now we have uh, two things that actually specifically, although we have iodine in all of our multiples, including the healthy brain and heart pack and, and uh, um, basic, um, basic programs, um, but we do have also the, the uh, Fucoid Z, okay? Fucoid Z, it's from algae from one ocean. It has the um, various, uh, it's got all the, the minerals from the sea. And then, of course, then we have um ocean's gold has the iodine in it ocean's gold and so uh, i take three ocean's gold twice a day i take three of the um uh, fucoid z twice a day that way i'm getting the minerals from two different oceans at the same time all right so i don't have to run back and forth i just sit there and it comes to me and so it, it's one of those things where you know iodine is one of the 60 minerals that we need and I get this all the time. Oh, I got a thyroid problem. The doctor wants to remove my thyroid and blah, 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 blah. Well, you need to get another opinion from another doctor at the other end of town, which gives me time to heal them so they won't submit to surgery. Because once you're, you know, just like everything else, once they take your thyroid out, they're going to have to be getting thyroxin and all kinds of stuff. From, you might wind up with two, three, four, five different pharmaceuticals if they take your mm -hmm. thyroid out. Yeah, so folks, if you're switching to... Uh, dead sea salt or one of the other uh, C-type salts, you want to make sure you're getting more thyroid or more thyroid, more uh, iodine in your diet. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what's driving. That's what's driving the, uh, the increase we have the, in that disease. We have, we have the, Himalayan, the pink Himalayan salt for that. And that right. The salt came from an ocean that dried up and it's got 78 minerals in it. Um, including iodine, because uh, when the ocean dried up, all the minerals didn't fly away. They just got in a pile. And we actually uh, bought the territory, so to speak, and so that we have this pink Himalayan salt. And it has all these minerals in it because it's not just salt, it's sea salt, pink mm -hmm. Himalayan sea salt. All right, the next drug is a more recent drug on the market. It was originally designed for seizures but is now used for neuralgia and that's gabapentin or also known as neurontin. So Dr. Wallach, neuralgia is nerve pain. And a lot of time that comes from bone and joint issues, correct? Yeah. And of course it can be called, uh, let's see here, uh, where you have referred pain and all that kind of stuff. And you get um, uh, the problem is in your neck, but your fingers have pain. Your problem is in your lower back and your feet have the pain. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is referred pain is called. And so, and people, they'll, you'll put stuff on your feet and it just didn't work until I took those wonderful pills and then it worked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the opioid pandemic. So let's go back to the same problem with the opioids and mm -hmm. the bone and joint problem. Uh, solve the bone, bone and joint problem. And a lot of times it will 
uh, solve the neuralgia pain that you're having. Yeah, but then it makes you a drug addict. Right. Well, that's why I said solve the <laughs> solve the problem, not not cut the red warning light to the problem. All right. The sixth class is a drug Dr. Weick refers to often, and it's for uh, diabetes. It's called metformin. So let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. I, I love metformin because um, when somebody is diagnosed with diabetes, the first thing a doctor does, they know this. And so they put the people on metformin, which is an oral medication for diabetes, type 2 diabetes. And the guy goes back in or the gal goes back in a month later and they still got their high blood. Sure. Are you taking your medication? Oh, yeah, I take that metformin twice a day, just like you told me. Well, you have type 1 diabetes. Well, the guy is 65 years old. Type 1 diabetes is a birth defect. You're born with it. And any doctor who diagnoses type 1 diabetes in a 65-year-old who's never had diabetes needs to go to jail for fraud, okay? Because it's absolutely impossible. All right. Uh, it's just, it's, the problem was they've been eating gluten all their life. They're 65 years old. They've been eating gluten and they cannot absorb the metformin. You not only can you not absorb nutrition, you cannot absorb the medications either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so people forget that part. All right. So you get off of uh, all the gluten and you take your 90 essential nutrients and usually within two to four weeks, your type two diabetes is gone. All right. Next is a class of drugs, which I do not like. And I know you don't either. And uh, the number seven drug prescribed is Lipitor, but there's an entire class of drugs. Uh, and that is the statin, statin drug. Oh, well, statin drugs lower your cholesterol, and they, that goes on their false belief that cholesterol caused plaque in the arteries. No, that never happened. Uh, cholesterol makes up 75% of your brain weight. Uh, cholesterol makes up 95% of the weight of testosterone and estrogen. You do not want to get on a statin drug. Otherwise, there ain't nobody home anymore. You'll have a lousy sex life, and you won't even be able to remember who you are. Alzheimer's disease didn't exist until cholesterol-lowering drugs. Right, statin drugs. So, there you go, the statin drugs. The statin drugs, okay? The statin drugs, when they came along, suddenly now there was Alzheimer's disease. Now, before Alzheimer's disease in 1960, Alzheimer's disease was not diagnosed until 1960s. There were dementias, there was senile dementia, there's vascular dementia, you know, you get plugged arteries in the brain, you get old, and you've been eating gluten all your life, you can't absorb nutrition. And so there's all these dementias, there was 12 different dementias, and then they come along with these statin drugs and we've got Alzheimer's disease. Now, most doctors, no matter which dementia you have, they're going to call it Alzheimer's disease. And that's because the biggest payments from insurance are paid out for Alzheimer's disease. And so that's why they call them, um, that's why they call it Alzheimer's disease, no matter which dementia it is, because they want that bigger payment. And any, anybody else in any of the industry would do that, they'd all go to jail for fraud. How do the doctors get away with all this? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you know, and the other thing about statin drugs is, uh, like all drugs, it's designed to block some type of chemical reaction in the body. And in the case of uh, statin drugs, it blocks what's called the HMG-CoA reductase inhibitor. It's a big word, but you know it effectively lowers cholesterol. But it also blocks several other things that uh, is necessary for the body. And one of them is coenzyme Q10 production. That's why in the early days of statin, the uh, doctors were telling people to supplement with co with the CoQ10, you know, to, to prevent problems with the bones and joints. It is actually uh, CoQ10 is involved with the uh, muscle recovery. So a lot of times people on statin drugs have a lot of muscle pain. But if you want to learn more about statin drugs, uh, if you go to uh, statin.campaignfornutrition.com, uh, there is a link to a radio program that I did back in 2009 on KSCO radio. Uh, it was the wellness hour with Bernie Owens. And in that uh, program, I discussed the statin drugs and what the big pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know about statin drugs. So I encourage you to go there, statins.campaignfornutrition.com. You know, doc, I need to get a copy of that to you. Okay. Yeah, I'd like it. All right, the next in the class is amlodipine. This is a calcium channel blocker. It also is a blood pressure treatment medication. So I'm not gonna go back in over that, but it's the same thing. It's uh, just another pathway that a drug is designed to block in the body in order to lower the blood pressure. 
All right, the ninth drug, which used to be a little bit higher up on the list, is uh, omeprazole or Prilosec. This is a proton pump inhibitor. So pro proton pump inhibitors are designed to reduce your stomach acid. Same way that taking a Tums reduces your stomach acid, but the way the proton pump inhibitors does it is, as the name implies, it blocks a pump in your stomach that it, 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 uh, has to do with the exchange of the protons, uh, which end up causing your stomach to become more acid. So this drug, you know, Tums is just temporary. It only stops the acid reduction while it's in your stomach. And once it washes on through, the, everything turns back to normal. But this particular drug is designed to stop the body from making the acid in the first place. And that's problematic. Yeah, that is problematic because you cannot absorb iron or B12 without stomach acid. You cannot break down proteins into amino acids. Uh, you cannot keep your, your stomach environment sterile. And so that's what people say, oh yeah, I don't know why, but I just keep getting all this belching and burping and reflux and, oh, it's awful. My whole life, I just belch and burp. I'm embarrassed in church. And so I try to sit in the back row because mm -hmm. I'm a mess. Well, that's because you need to salt your foods. You have chief cells in the walls of your stomach. They're specifically designed to make what? Stomach acid. Stomach acid is absolutely essential. You want your pH, the acidity level in your stomach to be two, okay? You don't want it seven, you don't want it neutral. You don't want it eight or nine or 10. Well, I wanna alkalinize my body. Well, what crazy hippie said that, okay? You don't want to be alkalizing yourself because you will wind up with 200 different diseases if you alkalize yourself. You do not want to do that. Uh, that's all nonsense. And of course, doctors set that up, I think, when they said, you cannot have salt. Salt will give you high blood pressure. Salt mm -hmm. will give you this. Salt will give you that. Salt is your worst enemy. And again, whatever doctor set that up, they had to dig up his remains and hang him <laughs> <laughs> because um, salt is one of the earliest of all supplements. They used to you know, evaporate salt water from the ocean and sell salt all over the world. Mm -hmm. uh, salt was the first supplement and uh, sodium chloride, of course, sea salt would have was very special because it had all these other trace minerals from the ocean in there, including iodine. Uh, so salt uh, is required by all living things. Sodium chloride is turned into hydrochloric acid in your stomach to digest food, to absorb nutrients, keep your stomach clean and sterile so that you don't have you know, all this secondary stuff going on, belching, burping, bloating, uh, gas out the other end and so forth. Um, it's all due to a salt deficiency. I mean, we used to say when somebody was really a good person, they say, you're the salt of the earth. Mm -hmm. If you were called the salt of the earth, you knew that that person recognized you were doing something good. Well, salt was you. all that, yeah, respected you. And so if salt was all that bad, why would being the salt of the earth be so good? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and folks, I want you to, to, to remember this. I mean, those of you that are old enough to remember, uh, you know, the younger folks, uh, all, uh, the proton pump inhibitors have been the number one treatment for reflux. But, you know, back in the day, you had Rolaids or you had Tums and, you know, you ate some type of food that caused heartburn. You took a Rolaids or Tums, resolved the heartburn and it went away. The heartburn went away and then your body returned normal as far as producing uh, you know, the normal acid that it's supposed to, you know, you just, it was just a temporary thing. And now we've gone to taking something as a temporary relief and tried to make a permanent relief out of it that blocks it 24 hours a day. And we're, we're having all kinds of problems, uh, all kinds of problems with the immune system because of it, uh, all kinds of problems with mineral deficiencies. Now it's probably the second leading cause of deficiencies. And in, in my opinion, behind gluten problems. Because, you know, gluten is stopping the absorption in the gut and the proton pump, pump inhibitors are stopping the breakdown of proteins and stopping uh, the breakdown of the minerals that you need to have a healthy life. There you go. Well, I think you said it. And um, this is something that is unimpeachable, drop dead, is, is predictable as gravity. Um, and, you know... I've often wondered why doctors aren't assailing me because I'm saying all these things. Probably they go look it up and they say, oh God, he's right again. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then the last class, the last drug is Losartan, which again is another angiotensin receptor blocker. Uh, this one is specifically used for people with diabetes and kidney disease, but it's uh, the same type of drug. It, it's, it it's lowers the blood pressure through the uh, blocking of the angiotensin receptors. So once again, this one treats kidney disease as well. And you know, we're, we're seeing the same problems. You know, we're not clearing out the, the blood vessels so the body can process that blood in the first place. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you so much um, for, you know, bringing that up. This, is, this has been a good one. We should make a CD out of this. I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. Okay. All right, Doc. You can be reached twice a day by radio. What's the best way for people to reach you? Okay, well, let's see here. Starting today, each week, Monday, each week, noon Pacific time, one 379 2552 That's Dead Doctors Don't Lie. Uh, noon to one Pacific time, one 379 2552 And then right after that, one to two Pacific time, let's play doc. Uh, 1-877-912-7529. That's one 7529 Folks, I encourage you to go over to Dr. Wallach's website, pick up the CD, Red Warning Light, uh, also the uh, book, Hell's Kitchen. Uh, I can't recommend that, recommend that enough, especially this time of year when everybody's thinking about weight loss. Hell's Kitchen, cause prevention and cure of obesity, diabetes, and metabolic syndrome. Highly recommend that book. And uh, one last mm -hmm. book I recommend, which I don't have in front of me, is uh, Dr. White's cookbook. So, what's the name of the what's the name of the cookbook again? Is it Dr. Wallach's Cooking with Without the Bad Foods? That's it. That's it. And you can and get all these three hundred pages, three hundred pages of gluten free recipes. And these are done by professional chefs. That's and correct. you can get these by going to drjwallach.com, drjwallach.com. And last but not least, uh, we have two free gifts for you. As I've mentioned every week, we have the report on why so many young athletes got die, uh, as well as a copy of the video that you can watch online. It's the Dead Doctors Don't Lie, Someone Should Go to Jail, Health, Lies, and Medicine. You can go to dddlvideo.com. That stands for Dead Doctors Don't Lie. So it's dddlvideo.com. And you can get the links to those absolutely free. Uh, no signing your name in there or anything. So nothing's collected. That's something that you can share with uh, the folks that uh, um, that you know as well. So Dr. Mike, we appreciate you jumping on here every week. And well, thank you for all you do. You have a a great, great, great uh, uh, future because you're helping so many people. I know God has a good place for you. I appreciate it, Dr. Wallach. And we will talk again next week, 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, 8 a.m. Pacific at zoom.campaignfornutrition.com or the Facebook page, Give Doc 90 Days. See you then.